0: to another episode of eh I know it's been a while I know I know a month has passed since I last spoke to you I have been working on my consistency and I kind of just dropped off for a little bit after I did Bacchanal I just kind of sit in silence and let things see a little bit if you're wondering what that is in the background that is the sound of my fan yes i live in the caribbean it's hot and so that fan is kind of like my background noise at this time as i just before i drift off to sleep right after i tell you everything that's going on so let me pause here and test the levels and make sure everything sounds alright. So it's been a while since we spoke. Um last conversation was in April. I told you all my feelings associated with the word Bacanal. Now, you know, therapists, that I talk to you when things get a little bit too heavy and I need a shoulder to lean and I need someone to listen to, listen to my plight. Um, Very recently, a friend of mine lost his grandfather. And something that we do here in Jamaica is when a person dies, Um, The family members will wash their clothes, wash the clothes of the deceased, I mean, and give persons their clothes. Like when my grandfather died, um, they took all his clothes out of the closets and they washed them and every family member that came to a funer- came to the funeral was offered a garment of my granddad to remind us of him. And my friend wore his grandfather's shirt. He wore like, for a week he just was wearing the shirts that he took from his grandpa's house. And he shared some of those pictures on his WhatsApp notice, and it brought back in sharp memory the passing of my own grandfather and the passing of my grandmother. And what it really brought back to my memory was the deep sense of regret that I felt when my grandmother died. My grandmother died in 1997. And I remember weeks before she passed, she said that she wanted to see me. She wanted me to come visit her. And I had just started a job at 17 years old. I'd started my first job. And I, I could not get the time to leave work to go visit my grandmother. And I remember I saw her again on the day of her funeral. And I was asked to throw the dirt on the coffin as it was placed in the ground. And I just remember that deep feeling of regret. And when I saw my friend wearing his grandfather's shirts, that regret came right back to me again about my grandparents. I regret not going to see my grandma when she asked me to come see her weeks before she died. And one of the reasons that regret has lingered with me all these years later, is because of the great person my grandmother was. My grandmother was a midwife. She had no formal training. I don't think she ever picked up a biology book. but. She had so much experience bringing human beings into the world. You know, my my grandma knew how to turn a breech baby around. You know, she knew all of these things that people spend years at medical school trying to learn, you know? I regret not sitting at her feet, listening to every word that she said, and writing it down. You know my grandmother came from a long line of midwives okay my great grandmother before her was a midwife my great great grandmother before her was a midwife and so on and so forth so they came with all that knowledge that those african retentions things that we don't remember or think about anymore the old way My grandmother knew the old way, you know. She would walk miles to go and deliver someone's baby. Whenever there was a problem, they would send for her, you know, because she was just so good at what she did and because she had been trained by the best, you know. I remember on the day of her funeral, they said, all those who have been delivered by mum that's what they called her Moom. please stand and almost the entire church stood up i looked around and 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 the greatness of my grandmother's legacy just hit me like my god i looked around the church almost everyone in that room was standing because in that district in Clarendon, my grandmother was the midwife, you know? And I really, really am sorry that all that knowledge that she had, all the old ways, all the African retentions went with her when she died. I never wrote it down. And that could have been my contribution to the world writing down my grandmother's legacy writing down the knowledge that my grandmother had about all things baby and it wasn't even only about baby if somebody went to her and they had a swollen leg or a swollen arm or they were feeling pain my grandmother could go outside she know what what herbs to pick she knew what herbs to tell them to drink. She, you know, she would tell them, drink that, or you know, make a poultice with that and wrap your arm with. That. And she knew all of these different herbs and what they were good for. You know. I wish I had followed through. I wish I had responded to her wishes and gone to see her I'll never know what she wanted to tell me it was must have been something very important weeks before she died she said you know I have to see my granddaughter I never went therapist another thing that bothers me is that (laughs) the tradition of being a midwife stopped with my grandmother. Not one of her grandchildren took up that mantle. And for years, the women in our family were midwives. Not one of us, not my sisters, not me, none of us took up the mantle. None of us followed in my grandmother's footsteps. And you know that regret has been riding me all week. All week. Someone posted a meme on Facebook. Um, It said, if you could talk to your 18 year old self, what would you say? What would you say to your 18 year old self? I know what I would say. I would say, visit your grandparents. To tap their feet learn from them write down what they have to say and after my grandma passed i got a little better with visiting i visited my maternal grandpa you know and i took with me my at the time i fancied myself a journalist you know i was doing freelance writing for, for different publications and you know, making money where I could because I was also, at that time, studying. I was in college and I was, fancied myself a journalist. So I had a little tiny tape recorder and I would take it with me whenever I went to see my grandfather. And I would try to coax knowledge out of him because I felt, oh, I missed the boat with grandma. I'm going to try to catch up right here with grandpa and so he and I we started the family tree together working on the family tree together and he would tell me the most fascinating stories and I regret not taking a sweater of his because every time I miss him I could just wrap it around me and just remember how sweet my grandfather was. Such a hardworking man. He went blind in his 50s. And even though he couldn't see a thing, he insisted on continuing to work in his field. He was known to produce the most beautiful potatoes. You know, he was a farmer hardworking family man and he was known to produce the most beautiful potatoes. I remember a story he told me about the first time he saw a plane. (laughs) and He and all the children in this little district ran because they felt like this was the end of the world. There There was a noise coming from the sky and all their little young lives they only knew the sky to be a place for the birds you know and here's this machine that they knew nothing about hovering overhead making a noise so he said everybody ran and hid adults were thinking it was the end of time it's a really funny story he was such a good person How do you deal with regret therapies? How, how do you get past deep-seated feelings of regret? Especially things you cannot change. I cannot change not visiting my grandma before she died. I cannot change not writing down all the knowledge that she had or spending so much time with her that I acquired that knowledge myself I can't I can't change that how do you deal with regret how do you face it you know this week I've been struggling struggling and I mean struggling with my feelings of regret trying to Tell myself, you know, well, there's nothing you can do about it, but I just wish I could. I just wish there was something I could do about it. Now that I off my chest, let me update you with therapist. So it's been a crazy month, the month of May um that whole bacchanal situation was dealt with i'm now doing a nice bachata in a corner you know um i'm just dancing till the band packs up and leaves you know metaphorically of course so right now i'm no longer in a bacchanal but i'm in a delicate bachata I'm doing a delicate bachata until the end of the school year the band packs up the fat lady sings and you know I move on Mm. sometimes you know when you're just not the right fit for something sometimes you know when you don't belong in a particular situation And it's very important to recognize where you belong. It's very important, first of all, to recognize who you are. You know, I once read somewhere that people treat you how you allow them to treat you. And if you go into a situation and you let people know, okay, these are my boundaries. This is what I will do and this is what I will not do. You know, chances are you're not going to be liked for that. Because we're in a time now where everybody, especially those who feel downtrodden and oppressed, they look forward to oppressing others, you know, and mistreating others. Everybody's going through something. And so they need an outlet, you know. They need a way to express those feelings of helplessness. And a lot of time the closest person to you is the one left feeling broken. You know? But as I said, I'm doing the most delicate bachata right now in the corner. Waiting for the band to to, to wrap up. The saxophone player is getting all long-winded. And acting like he doesn't want to leave. But it's where we're at. Saxophone player is still on stage. The bass man has packed up. The drummer has put his sticks down. The keyboard is empty. The keyboard guy is at the bar having, you know you know, a drink. And the saxophone player is up there. And while the saxophone player stays up there, I will remain in the corner doing a delicate machata. You know if you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying therapist and I know you're smart you would have already heard the Bacchanal episode and so you can put two and two together and hopefully you get four you know I'm not 22 <laughs> um yes but I'm so grateful I have you therapist because I often need to vent i often need to be heard and i'm so grateful that you listen um i checked my stats the other day and i realized that i have listeners in singapore i want to say hi to my singapore listeners i want to shout out my north american listeners um i want to shout out my new zealand listeners thank you so much for giving my podcast a chance. Thank you for listening. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. Um, and when you listen, I know it shows. It's on the statistics. So I want—I really want to thank you for listening. <laughs> I mean, um, it's good to be heard. And I want to say, therapists, that you can always... Leave a message. Um, It's right there on the anchor page. You have the opportunity to leave a message and let me know how you feel about the podcast. Um, I look forward to hearing from you. I really would be delighted to hear from you, some of you. um, And then I could share it on the next podcast. Um, The whole vaccine situation remains the same. Um, pressure is being placed on people to take it Um, I know that the new recruits for the Jamaica Constabulary Force and the new recruits for the Jamaica Defense Force, the Army and the Police Force here it's mandatory so you cannot be accepted in the Police Force or in the military now without your two doses of AstraZeneca AstraZeneca Um, unfortunately AstraZeneca is still the only one we have in Jamaica we have yet to jump on the Cuban train even though we are trade partners and neighbors but we'll see how it goes as usual therapist I will keep you completely and thoroughly updated I'm sorry I took a month off Um, I just really needed to gather myself and you know think about my next steps when the bachata is over like you know what happens next so thank you again for listening i greatly appreciate you and i look forward to hearing from you this has been another episode of a eh? thank you therapist